Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. Get all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. And I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. Get all the night. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, we hit the markets were way down overnight. They rallied back. They went down. They're giving me a headache. In the meantime, there's still fairly light trade. Not a lot going on. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're continuing to say that this is probably coming down to some support. Uh, the VIX was, uh, down, excuse me, up about a dollar and a half and, and, and then it's only up 30 cents. So again, it's it, not a real exciting package to be involved with. Uh, I, I think that, uh, the, uh, the grain markets have been pretty exciting, uh, and look really solid and really good. Um, you know, again, there should be some selling pressure at some point. But for now, they're continuing to try to work their way higher. And uh, that's kind of what we thought all along. They would continue to work themselves higher. And, of course, uh, the meats uh, are, are finding some strength and something underneath them as well. So I think that looks pretty good. So I'm real, I'm real happy with the ag space. Uh, I, I think the, the one boil on my you-know-what is still the oil. Uh, I still believe, no matter whatever he says, that it's going significantly lower. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for oil for a 20% haircut before the end of the year. Uh, now, again, I will, if I'm four-starred, I'll have to take my losses and move on. I'm, I'm certainly not going to tell you to sit there and fight because I could be wrong. But I've seen this movie too many times, and it usually ends the same way. The question is, is will I have enough to be able to hang? And I, I think that now you're starting to see uh, some, uh, some topping action there. And you've got everybody is, is so ravenly bullish. And, of course, we know part of this is just the usual, the oil companies sticking it to the public, sticking it to us once again with their high oil prices. I know in New York today they had a $5 uh, gas, gas in, in Manhattan. Uh, but between the taxes we have to pay on, on gas and everything else, they're just sticking it to us. Because I guarantee you, you can listen to all this crap you want, and you can listen to all the whining and the price of high price oil, and you'll see that the right oil companies will have once again record profits. Uh, once again, um, uh, and that is just a fact, Jack. Uh, and um, uh, if a if 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 that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Uh, it's just that's what we see, and that's what always happens because they'll they'll be uh, record record profits. Uh, that's just the way that that life goes, um, and our you know, and that's what we see. That's the the whole deal with this whole thing. And it, again, it, it it makes no sense because as soon as oil comes down. They'll manage not to go down as far as they went up, which is always the case as well. I think that you're 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 seeing this as a regular uh, 
uh, way that that that, that has that it, that it trades. And again, from my views, I'm I'm looking to be a seller. There's no way I'm buying oil up here. And I know my namesake, my buddy. On Twitter, he loves oil, and God bless. Nice call. I give you all the credit in the world. I just don't see it, but uh, hopefully we can both make money on it, and uh, you've made yours. Now I can maybe make mine on the way back down, and we'll see how that plays out. In the meantime, crude had quite the uh, active action uh, today. Uh, And, uh, of course, it looks like uh, gold has started to find a little bit of a bottom. Uh, You know, not going straight up, which is great, but uh, it, it it looks like it's starting to hold which would be uh, very, very uh, a nice little uh, pattern to look at. And I think that, you know, you could comfortably uh, be a buyer of, of gold here. Obviously, there's risk on it. I think 1260 is about the lowest I could see it going. Uh, but, you know, I think that you're going to see uh, consistently higher prices, uh, you know, going forward. I think that the, the, the bottoms have put in uh, and uh, the equities, you know, again, I, I can't, I can't say that we're going lower from here. I think we're going to go lower, obviously, eventually. But the the pattern suggests that there could be some more room uh, to the upside. And certainly, we're not going to, you know, fight that pattern. Uh, because obviously, as they say, markets can be irrational longer than we can be solvent. Uh, you you had the breakout, and this is some natural selling. You know, it's not like we're going down a lot. You know, 100, 150 point down day. Is, is not a big deal. Uh, you know, if you just r- take the ratio down to, you know, from a $20,000 point index to a $200 stock, you know, do the math. You know, so it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, you're talking, you got to remember percentage terms, you know, so if we're down 1%, what difference does it make? That's, that's not really a, a big deal. Uh, I think that, you know, looking at the cryptos, they're, they're under a little bit of heat here. But they've had a pretty good run and and not a surprise. Again, you don't want markets that just go straight in one direction unless you just happen to buy the bottom and are just looking to sell them. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we see these things happen all the time on a regular basis. And and this is how markets work. And and so you shouldn't be surprised if you see uh, some selling pressure. Again, I don't I don't see a reason to be concerned or reason to be worried. Uh, you know, I think that that will trade like any other market and it will go back and forth. And uh, I think there's value there. Uh, and especially if you're trading it correctly. So, you know, at the end, we, we're coming up. Tomorrow is going to be dead and uh, Friday will be like we're closed. In fact, some of the markets do close early on Friday, the uh, bonds and the, the FX markets. So, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend and it's going to be very, very quiet. And there's nothing we can do about it. So we just have to, you know, be careful and not, you know, I would say my my recommendation is not to get too overly involved here because you're only looking for trouble in this market if you if you decide to get too big and, and try to outsize the market. Because, again, in thin trading, we can get, you know, we call them the old the vacuum where markets get a little wacky. And I think that, you know, we always make that mistake by by trying to get too much size in there. So, you know, we, there's just a lot of things going on and, uh, you know, nothing is it can happen. And of course, you, know, you could have news out of China, which obviously I don't believe, as I've said from the beginning, I don't believe anything about the trade wars. I was never concerned about it. I think that the, the market showed us long before anybody talked about it, that there was no reason to be concerned. 
So when we look, we go, okay, so why should I be worried? And I don't think there's anything to be worried about. Now, again, the street could worry. The the computers could get a little crazy depending on some of the verbiage that can come out. And we are going to be closed for, for for three days. Okay, so, you know, anything can happen. And, you know, when there's no real rhyme or reason to do anything and there's a real lack of action in the markets, my advice is to say, hey, you know what, let me just sit back and relax and not get too heavily involved here because I can only get myself into deep trouble if it gets too crazy. So, you know, obviously, if you find something that looks like a good trade, go ahead and make it like you'd always make it. But just don't try to get too big and don't try to, you know, outsize the market. I think that's where many of us run into trouble is when we decide to be uh, too big for the market and especially for the market conditions. And that's one thing I always worry about for everybody. Uh, but of course, that's also why I do my uh, daily updates every day. And uh, I send them to you via uh, email, a, a little a three to five minute recording of what I see, what I expect to happen, kind of letting you know where we are and what we believe to be happening in the markets. And it's a great tool. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com and you can sign up for free. There's no credit card required. There's nothing behind it. It's purely I just do an update that I'd like to I like to help keep everybody informed because that's just what I like to do and make sure that everybody has a, a good understanding of how the markets work. In the meantime, don't forget to download our show, The Bubba Show, every single day at libertytalk.fm. That is my home and that's my station. And of course, uh, you can also get the Sporting Edge there as well. And of course, last but not least, our high school program. Uh, check out highschoolinvesting.com. See our curriculum. See if you want to give us a hand at Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. We're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show right after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show coming right back to you. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Who's regulating the regulators? Okay, that, that's what I want to know. You know, I, I love all these people bashing the cryptos. I love all the stuff about the regulations. But who regulates the people that are supposed to do in the regulating? You know, that's what I think people who were invested with Bernie Madoff would like to know who's regulating the regulators. You know, this is one of the issues that 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 always bothers me is the little guy doesn't have a chance because the regulators put them out of business when the, where the big guys just tell, tell the regulators, go scratch, pay my fine and get out of here. And I think that's wrong. And, and I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see not more regulation. I'd like to see a, a, a an independent be the regulators. OK. Soaring dollar will lead to an explosive market repricing. Well, that's my theory. I think that you're going to see, uh, you know, the stronger dollar is going to cause some havoc with, you know, some of the multinational companies, some of the global companies. It's going to cause a problem with interest rates. It's going to cause a problem with banks. Because, again, one of the theories, what they were, what the Fed and the central banks were counting on was that the dollar would remain cheap so that it didn't. So when interest rates were rising, it didn't affect those who were using the euro currency. All of a sudden, the dollars become expensive. So now the rates have really gone up for those that are are global borrowers. So there's a lot of issues here that are that, that the markets are facing. And again, is it today? No, obviously not. So we can't say when. We just know it's going to be part of a, a trade at some point or another. And I think that's an issue to think about. Mortgage rates highest since 20,013 taper tantrum. It's not a drill. It's panic. Well, there's, not, there's no real panic. I think this might be, you know, cause a little bit more housing buying right now. 
uh, you know, get some people off their, you know, we, we've become a, a society that our assets really aren't worth anything. Our, our assets are only worth what the cost of money is. And I think that's changed. But again, I, I think the rates are going a lot higher. I mean, I, I expect the tenure to go back to seven, eight percent before it's all said and done. I don't mean this year, but at some point and not in the distant future, which will create a lot of people that are going to want to come out of the market because they, you know, listen, let's face it. If we know the market pays 8% year over year, which is about right, okay, if I can get 7 or 8% from the bank, you know, from from the Fed, from the government, what am I going to do? I'm going to take the 8%. Traders expect less inflation over a 30-year period than a 10-year period. Well, I don't know. I To me, I'm very confused about inflation. I know that I keep paying more money for everything I'm doing, but yet they keep telling me that it's not enough. I mean, I just filled up my tank. It was, I think, $68. Okay. And, and uh, you know, everything I buy is more expensive. I mean, grains are going higher, but yet there's no inflation. Tell, explain to me. Somebody help me out there. 100% we'd implode at 7-8%. U.S. dollar roars to two eighteen highs. Implications for investors? Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think it's a surprise. Uh, you know, the do If you remember, the dollar was when when Trump got elected. The dollar was over a dollar. I think a dollar three, if I remember correctly. So let's take a peek real quick, so I can see if my mind is still working, which probably is not. I think it might even be higher. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, yeah, dollar was a dollar three. Hey, see, so yeah, how about that? I remembered. I mean, so I, again, I, and the market was still going up again. There's a couple of combinations that'll have to change, but I don't see that this is it. Okay. I, I think that we're making a whole, a whole simus out of nothing. All right. Uh, eventually it will mean something today. It means nothing, obviously, because the market's up 300. Another Tesla autopilot executive leaves for yet another Tesla rival. Well, I, as I've said all along, you know, I love the car. I just hate the company. And I, I know they're up today, but. I don't I, I can only see them going bust. That's just my personal opinion, which is probably a lot of people think that, which is why it's the highest, shortest stock in the exchange. Speculators throwing the towel on gold, which is perfect timing for us to call the bottom. OK, that you couldn't ask for a better timing if you thought the bottom of gold was in. It's always the same. Look, one thing never changes in any other market, in any market. OK, when. The people can't get tired of buying it and push it down. That's the time to step in and buy. When they get tired of selling, that's the time to step in and buy. That's just what what we look for. Again, these are this. You couldn't ask for something better if you're bullish gold. That that the speculators are done. That they can't take it anymore. Because that's just that's always a sign that the end is near. Of course, in this case, the end of going down is near. Blundering into recession. Now, I, again, my personal opinion is that we've never came out of recession. I, yes, in many parts of the country we have, but in a lot of parts we have not. Uh, I don't see the great growth. I see lousy jobs and, 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 you know, not because there isn't jobs available, but unfortunately there's a big percentage of us. I put myself in that category. If I had to get a job, nobody would hire me. Would, would hire me to do what? Okay. You know, I, this we're, we're in a world of coders now. So, uh, again, I don't think we ever left the recession, but certainly with the yield curve flattening and possibly going to invert, we're going to have a recession. You can bet on it. A central banker's plan for your money. Don't you just love it? This is, of course, what makes the crypto market so exciting is that the central bankers have nothing to do with it. 
That's always, you know, that that's the whole, if you remember and you've been on with me long enough, I've always said there's going to be another revolution. I didn't say it was going to be a fighting one. It's, this is, just happens to be a financial revolution, and it's growing. I was at this conference since I had to come over for an emergency last Monday. It was packed. It was unbelievable what's going on here. Uh, so we'll see. Calling China a liar, Kudlow says Beijing offered to reduce trade deficits by at least $200 billion. Look, they did something, didn't they? So they, these guys can talk all they want. You know, I, I love the conversations. The market knew. The market had it right. And that's why the markets have been up recently. And that's why the, the Russell's been rallying, because they knew. Again, the grain markets are rallying. Everything was rallying. So, again, they can say all they want. It, don't, it doesn't mean anything. Reflections on late stage inflation. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, I, I talk about this all the time. I mean, I don't see a lack of inflation. I see it heating up. And of course, high inflation with stagflation is going to be a real problem, right? Lack of wage growth. And nobody can say that there's not lack of wage growth. How many people on this call that work for somebody or, or pay that are making more money than they were 20 years ago? Okay, I don't know many. All right, I just think that again we've got we've got issues, and of course Seattle and their tax fight to homeless could ruin its economy. Can you imagine how dumb can they possibly be that they're going to potentially force out Amazon out of Seattle with this ridiculous tax that they want to charge? I mean, what happened to having people get a job? Uh, there's help wanted signs everywhere. But, of course, if I'm getting all these benefits, why would I want to get a job? If I can make more money, you know, not doing anything, why would I want to get a job in the first place? I don't get it. Okay. And, of course, American gridlock. Right? And we're just our, our GDP is rising along with our debt. I mean, where do we think we're going to go? I mean, it, it'll only be a, another couple of years where our, 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 will be, our GDP will be our debt to GDP will be 120 or 130 percent. OK, how are we going to pay that then? It'll be the same as the pension funds. Always a problem. Harder years return. Possible. Possible. What about the new Illinois property tax? Are you going to move? I'm believe me, I am moving as soon as I can. I had moved a long time ago. Uh, I, I don't like it here anyways. But of course, I take care of my mom. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm stuck. I get the privilege of paying an extra thirty thousand dollars a year to live here. And I hate it. I ate every minute of it, but that's that, that's you know that's the price I got to be for being a good son. All right, let's look at. And of course, you know these are the things that you 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 have to put up with. And you know, again, we continue to put things on the side and 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 talk about how great the economy is. And I just don't I don't see it as that great. I I, I can't. I, I can't put great in front of economy. I can say improving. I can say there's a lot of things better, but it's going to be a long, long time before we see overall improvement across the board just because of the way things have happened and because of what the Federal Reserve has done and, and all of those reasons behind it. Those are the things that create and, and don't allow the free markets to trade. And that is obviously something that I think we're severely lacking here is the ability to have free markets. And that is always something that bothers me to no end. 
But this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, make sure you download the show every day at libertytalk.fm. You can get that, The Sporting Edge. You can get The Bubba Show and Crypto Investor X. In the meantime, don't forget about our high school investing program, highschoolinvesting.com. Check out the curriculum if you like what you see. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading, and uh, help us out. And we'll be going to step out here for a break. This is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and we will be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bub at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, and we're going to take a look at some some stocks that I thought talked about, talked about on Monday. So let's check them out. Here we go. Get some stocks. Apple, Alpha, Alpha, Papa Lima. Okay, so two weeks ago, in the days of our lives, we thought that Apple was near uh, a top. Looked too short. Well, it hadn't gone anywhere. It just hadn't gone down. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I was short it last week, and I'm short it again this week, and it's, it's really just, what is it doing? It's consolidating. So what's happening is this big overbought move in which we were selling against, for now, is resolving itself in consolidation. This is what you have to recognize in these markets is, okay, it should have broke. It should have come down at least to here, and it still may. But right now, I'm certainly not a happy camper that it is not coming down. It should have come down off of this but instead it's relieving this dramatic rally by going sideways so the markets can resolve as i said either by turning around either up or down and then consolidating that relieves the overbought condition which you can see because when we got the other last it was well overbought and then now because it's gone sideways it is no longer overbought okay so here we're going to call this for today neutral Although I am shorted, but I, I would I would like to call it neutral because I don't I don't see the edge right now. Now it looks like it wants to go sideways. Now I need it to, to break one way or the other so I can make a better call. Love Vegas. That first GDP seems to be what well, is a universal problem because of central bankers. You are one hundred percent because they continue to print money and create debt, but yet nobody can pay their debt. The debt's the debt bomb will be part of it, and the debt bomb will be created by the by the rising dollar and the rising interest rates. Amba, Alpha, Michael, Bravo, Alpha. Okay. So we thought that we want to sell this around 52 or 55. Okay. And here it is. Now, they got earnings this week or next week. Right? So, I mean, basically, if I'm going to trade this, I'd be a buyer. All right. I'm going to call it neutral, but I would be a buyer 
it, I'm 48. It's this would be like 48 to 55 right now. It's just trading in that range, and it's trading in this much bigger range. Just look at it. Look at where all the action is taking place. Amazon now has 40 50 buildings in this town that currently occupies the ironworkers building. The new steel for them have been a revolt in Seattle City Council meetings. Hmm. Unbelievable. Speaking of them, Amazon. Okay, so Amazon, um, you know, we thought that 1600 was the high end. So far, it's helped pretty well. And again, we don't, you know, do anything drastic here. We do, you know, sell costs. And now, I would not be so aggressive. The first time up was great, but now what's happening? And we're staying in this tight consolidation range. You know, 50 bucks in a $1,600 stock is a tight consolidation range. So there's nothing really for me to do right here. If you want to try to sell up against 1600 again, that's fine. I have no problem. Look, anytime you're doing spreads, if you're getting the right amount, no big deal. But there's not a big trade to make here. I think it's 1550 to 1600 right now. Apache, Alpha Papa Alpha. Okay, so we wanted to sell it at 44, and here we are at 44, and we are shorted, okay? Uh, it did go up today, and again, it's obviously being helped by oil, but it is extremely overbought. But again, that doesn't mean it's going down. This is one thing you always got to remember. Just because it is doesn't mean it's going to change where it's going. Now, I would think it would sell off from, from here. Uh, I would be a seller here, all right? But again, you're, you're tying it to oil, and right now, oil doesn't look like it wants to go down. Oil is going to, if I didn't have, if I had kids going to college again, I couldn't pay for them again. Oil's taking away their tuition. <laughs> in, the, in the meantime, um, you know, I'd be a seller somewhere around 44, 45. Uh, I'm not a buyer at all until a lot lower. I wouldn't even give a level. Baba, Bravo Alpha, Bravo Alpha. And this is the exact same pattern. I want you to pay attention to the pattern in Apple. And look at the pattern of Baba. The exact same thing. What happened? It got overbought. We sold it. We're shorted. And, of course, here it is. What's it doing? It's resolving itself by going sideways. Now, again, that can change. But in the current environment, with the current market conditions, with the, the collapsing volatility and the deals being worked out with China where the street, when you know, when you lack volume, it's hard to get new money to come in on the other side. So right now, this is consolidating. I mean, I, I would be a seller at 200. Uh, and I'd, I'm, I'm looking for 185 is my target. Okay. But right now, it's really what, what, 190, 192.50 to one to, to, to 200. Okay. And that's, that's the issue. Now, it is at the upper end. It is at this top end of the range. It should break. But, you know, certainly if they decide, you know, with what's going on in China, it could push it higher. It could break out to new highs. Conoco, Charlie, Oscar, Papa. So we were neutral, and we're still neutral. It's obviously continues to break out. Now this is a little bit different than than Apache. This is, I believe, all time new highs. Apache is nowhere near. Okay, I'm going to stay neutral here. I, don't, I see no reason other than it's oversold, or excuse me, overbought. But why get involved? There's much better stuff to trade. If I'm trying to get short than this, again, the volume is a concern. The declining volume is a concern, but it's not going to affect what trade I'm going to make. It's just telling me that there's not a lot to do here. So why do I want to get involved? Facebook, Foxtrot, Bravo. Have we seen this pattern before? The big gap up. And of course, we're going sideways. 
I'm a seller of this at 185. I'd be willing to take a chance here. Uh, this is, uh, I think this is 175, 185. That's how I would trade it for now. Gilead, Golf India, Lima, Delta. And we wanted to buy this at 64. Notice, boom, and here we're going. So now we're, and we're going up nicely. So I would think that now I'd be a buyer at 66. I think this is going at least to 72-ish. Okay. Uh, 66 to 72. I think we used those levels once before. <laughs> 66 to 72. Is Facebook a cup and handle? Good question. Let's take a look. I don't, I don't typically use that pattern because for me, it takes too damn long to develop. Okay. I'd rather try to anticipate earlier. And the answer would be no. It is not. Too sharp down, not enough rounding bottom, but good idea. Good thought. Google. Golf, Oscar, Oscar, Golf, Lima. So we thought this was uh, 1,000 to 1140. You know, again, I think you now have some new support around 1060. I think your resistance is about 1120 now. So I think you can trade inside that range. Uh, really just in big consolidation. Again, a lot of the stocks you're going to see are in just big ranges because that's what the market is. And, and again, notice the common theme. There's not a heck of a lot of movement. There's not a lot of things going on. And yet volume continues to decline. So with declining volume, the declining volatility, not a recipe to be act, real active in anything. You want me to tell everybody about our bet? So I know I get paid. I, I still owe pretzels to my guy, but grow. This is our little our little play stock that plays the Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, you know, again, if you want to play it, we were buyers at about 260. I'm a buyer here again as well. I mean, again, I just this is just one that I buy and it pops up. 50 cents a dollar, tricky to trade. It, it's like an option, but it doesn't have time decay. It just has losses, so it's just easier to trade. And it's you're playing a little bit of the of the Bitcoin space, which is why I play it. It's another way for me <laughs> to fire my money in the, the cryptocurrency. IWM, we remain neutral. We were neutral before. We remain neutral. JP Morgan, Juliet, Papa, Michael. So we said buy it at 108, didn't quite reach 108, okay, and it is popping. But I would I would say this would be 114, which I would be happy to sell it, and 108, which I'd be okay with buying. I might even look at 110 as a potential spot to buy, but certainly 114, 108, maybe 110. I'd I'd like to see it acting around that 110 level. Kerix, bingo! How about that? Here we go. See, this is another one of our little cheapos. All right, we wanted to be, a, we were buyers at four, four and a half, sell some at five, went all the way to six. Now, the levels may change here. I would watch this around 480 now. Broke out of the consolidation. Remember, consolidation started a trend, went into a blow off pattern. And this is the V that it's making instead of consolidating. I would take a look at 480 as a spot to step in again. I, I still have some. I mean, I sold some. I sold some all the way up. 
I still have some, and I'll look to buy it again. Again, to me, this is just right now. From when we picked it out, it was just—it's just been going in our direction, and it's been able to trade back and forth. Lumber liquidators, Lima, Lima. Nothing has changed. Twenty to twenty-four. I would almost say now that this is going to become untradeable for a little while, because now I would say that it's probably twenty to twenty-two. Okay, and I'm not trading in. You know. I would have no problem if you said, you know, I'm going to buy it at 20. Because remember, what we're looking for, if we would buy the bottom end of a consolidation or sell the top end, okay, then what I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for the $2 range that it goes through. I'm looking for it to break through here, okay, or the reverse. I'm looking for it to break down. Certainly, I'm not a seller. I don't like to sell these, these cheaper stocks here. Again, I like the ones that can give you a big bang. So I would look to be, you know, if you wanted to buy it at 20, you could. I, I would have no problem with it, but I think there's better. And, of course, I don't have any problem with th that kind of trade. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Top of Horowitz. LibertyTalk.fm is our home. Check it out. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwood with you, and we're looking at some stocks, and then we're going to come back and uh, talk to old Chip Flurry on SiriusXM. So let's continue to look at some stocks. Other things to trade right now, but that would be twenty to twenty-two, and I'm certainly, but I'm not really a seller at twenty-two. I'd rather be a buyer at twenty. Well, I got this one wrong. I wanted to sell it, sold it at seventy-seven, sold it at seventy-eight. Now it's at eighty. Of course, this has got it got a nice boom from uh, from China, right? I mean, this is these are these play, you know. This is part of their their story, the the China story. Now, again, will they last? I don't know, but I you know I only have weekly options, so I'm not too I'm not too thrilled at the moment. Kind uh, of I kind of knew it last night when I heard the news, but that's really what it is. And right now, it's breaking out. I'm not going to tell you to sell it. I'm going to have to call it neutral. In fact, you probably have to look at 77 as a spot to be a potential buyer. Mara, Michael, Alpha, Romeo, Alpha. I'd be a buyer of this at 130. This is, again, this is for those who don't always come. These are some of our cheapo stuff we play with. Uh, this, this is this is how we how we play with stuff when <laughs> because there's nothing going on, so we need to get we need to get action. That's how we get action with the with these little trashy stocks. Hmm. Momo, Michael, Oscar, Michael, Oscar. All right, he's got earnings. Uh, a week from tomorrow. Stock looks great. We've been obviously been buying it since 23. All right, it's now 40. Uh, I think it's very overbought here. Uh, this would be a spot if you want to. And this would be a, not high risk, but riskier trade. But this would be a spot to take a stab at, the sh at a short side trade. I am not personally. I love this company. This is a Chinese dating service. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to be neutral for myself, but it's certainly at the right numbers at 40. In fact, uh, a buddy of mine has a lot of shares and I told him to sell half of it at 41. The other day. OK, just because of the pattern. So I think it will come down a little bit, but I don't I don't know. That you'll get enough out of it in the time it's got to make enough. And I, I'd rather buy it if it gets clobbered again on earnings. And let's step over and, and, and go see our buddy Chip Plurry uh, at, uh, at AgriTalk, uh, now doing a show on SiriusXM. And uh, I did this interview with him yesterday. 
So let's go check out and see what old Chipper had to say and what we had to talk about. Here we go. It's BubbaTrading.com on the line. How you doing, Bubba? What's up, Chip? How are you? Well, the blue side of the card looks pretty good today. Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, you know, you know we're blue, you know, and not the blues. I think we, we continue. Yeah. I think things continue to be in, in, in pretty good shape. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's really quiet and volume is light, and that's one of the issues that I'd be looking at. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like maybe volume in that wheat trade was, was okay earlier. Um, but, uh, yeah, you got to have some volume to go along with it to confirm the moves that we're seeing out there. Okay, a lot of this is based on the conversation between the U.S. and China on trade issues. Uh, the idea that, the, the chi- that China may do something to help the U.S. correct this trade deficit, narrow it by up to $200 billion. Bubba, what, is that, what does that do for the economy overall? Well, I'm first of all, let's be clear. I'm not a big believer. As you know, we we talk on a weekly basis and I thought that this was all BS to begin with. Uh, China is they're, they're not going to separate. There's not going to be a trade war because China is too big and China holds too much American debt and we're bigger than there. So they can't do without us. We could do without them. They can't do without us. So at the end of the day, they're going to come to a resolution and they're going to really try to get back to what we want to see, which would be free trade and enough of the trying to you know tariff this and tariff that and do all this other stuff so i think that's more the direction we're going to be headed to which would be more of a free trade society and a free trade market which would be better for everybody and of course i believe that as you know i'm very bullish the grains anyway so i think that this is helping but i thought they were going up even before all this and through the trade talks i thought they were going higher yeah yeah absolutely you mentioned that debt that china holds what if china would just say you know what you want a war we're calling in the debt well they can call in the debt but then of course you know i mean we would never do that unless they forced us but of course they could just say well we're going to restructure our debt and not pay you i mean that would be that would really be the end of the day i mean it'd be like any like you and me borrowing money if i borrowed money from you and said i'm not paying what are you going to do you know, what are they going to do? That's that's the real issue that when you get together and you have a global economy, which is what we have, then you have to go through the trials and tribulations with everybody. And again, there, there, there is no strong one who can really say, hey, the only the only one who could really pull the trump card, so to speak, is the United States, because we are by far the biggest economy. We are by far the most powerful nation. So we do hold all the cards. And again, we've given away for years and years and years. And China using that third world status as a nation is no longer the case. I mean, China is the second biggest economy in the world. Right. Right. And if we get those two economies working together to to build both economies, uh, that would be a pretty powerful combination, wouldn't it? No, it would be terrific to get everybody on the same page, as you know. That, but of course, China likes to steal our secrets, and of course, I, I think if we had the people, we'd steal them too. I mean, I, that's part of business. But at the end of the day, if we could get everybody on the same page, it would create a much better environment. But that would, you know, that's not really what China wants. You know, China still has control; they still control their currency. They still don't allow it to free float all the time. There's still a lot of issues. They're still in that dictatorship uh more of a communist economy and they don't they're not necessarily ready you know they're not ready to let everybody be into the middle class they're letting them in slowly to move up to that next class but i think eventually it will work out eventually it'll be great for all economies eventually be great for the world and i think that's that's probably what will happen eventually 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, let's bring it home here. What are you making of all these job openings that we've got in the country right now? I think the estimates, and people have been talking about it here this week, uh, seems like uh, more than what they have been, but it's estimated that between six, six and a half million job openings here in the country, we got to do something to fill those. Well, that's the real problem, Chip. You know, this is not the industrial revolution uh, that we had, you know, 50 years ago. This is a tech revolution. Unfortunately, like a guy like me, I couldn't get a job today because I'm not qualified. So there's a lot of jobs, but there's nobody to fill those jobs. And that's going to, this is going to take a big cycle because most guys and gals from 40 to 65 or 70 are not necessarily qualified for the open jobs. And until we get through that cycle, which would have been worked out perfect they would have created the war effect in this country and rebuilt it with these people who came from machine tools and from industrial workers and factory workers, then we can get through. But these jobs are going to remain open because there's not enough people to fill them because there's not enough people that are qualified. And until people go back to retrain and learn those, I mean, I'm 60 years old. I'm not going back to retrain for a job. And that's the real issue that you have. That's why we're going to have this imbalance for quite a while until we can get through this cycle and get the younger people into the workforce that can handle all this new work, which is coding in, in the tech world, which is not what we were all used to. Okay. Another domestic issue here, uh, fuel prices on the rise. Is it going to offset the, the, uh, pluses that we get from the tax reform uh you know what this this fuel is obviously as you know i'm short oil and it's driving me crazy and this this backwardation this is a fear trade brent is is way spreading above uh, wti now which is another bearish sign it's gonna hurt i mean you know you can't you know i just filled up my tank it was 68 dollars to fill up my tank And, and again people who make a salary that have to drive for a living are getting squeezed and it's gonna hurt the tax cut but i still believe that oil will come back and it will actually break i mean this is the same pattern we saw in 07 and the same pattern we saw in 14 and believe it or not the same months june july and i think once this fear breaks down and once we realize that there's not a problem because there's plenty of supply the united states has a 200 year supply at current usage and if we're still using fossil fuel 200 years from now there's a much bigger problem than that so i think it will resolve but it's going to be very torturous in the short run and it's going to create a lot of problems for a lot of people Bubba, that's awesome, buddy. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on ATB. Thanks, Chip. Have a great day, man. You bet. That was me with uh, Chip Plurry, AgriTalk at an XM, uh, Sirius XM Radio. In the meantime, this has been The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, LibertyTalk.fm is our home. That's where you go to get uh, download our show each and every day to help us get to our goal of 1 million downloads a month. And don't forget about our high school investing program, uh, highschoolinvesting.com. Check out the curriculum if you like it. You can maybe help us out at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Because after this summer, we're going to have to make a decision whether or not we're going to be able to continue to work at it and keep supplying our youth with some education. In the meantime, this has been The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. As always, I thank you for being a part of the show, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.